And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's show, 20-year-old Kevin Porter Jr. did something only three NBA players have done before him. Yanis and Kristaps leave their games with reportedly minor, but what could be impactful injuries, and give us Steph Curry in the play-in tournament basketball gods. Come on now. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Friday, April 30th. Good morning, everybody. Hope you have a great Friday like Kevin Porter Jr. did on Thursday. Kevin Porter Jr. had himself a night for the Rockets. He had 50 points versus the Bucks. You may not know who Kevin Porter Jr. is. You may not be a huge basketball geek, but let me give you the background. This is his second year in the league. He operated in the shadows in Cleveland last season. He was a number 30 pick out of USC in the 2019 draft. Had a solid rookie season with the Cavs, but because they had Colin Sexton, their higher draft pick the season before, and then Darius Garland, a higher pick that same season they took Porter Jr., they took much of the spotlight, especially because they're all backcourt players. But many thought Kevin Porter Jr. was the best prospect of the bunch. The smooth shooting lefty had a 30-point game off the bench last season. That left me in awe last year. I remember that. Then... He had an off-court incident in the offseason that he was working through coming into this year with the Cavs. Then he had a blow-up with the team in January, reportedly over his locker being moved. So they got rid of him to Houston for a second-round pick. And that deal could be quite the heist by Rockets GM Raphael Stone. Now Porter Jr. has all the ball-handling responsibilities in the world to try and figure out his game because he's more of a traditional shooting guard, but he's learning on the fly here. He's having fun, and the big guard had 50 big ones plus 11 assists. He can score with both hands as he was doing in the lane at 6'4". He has the size uh, for a ball handler to see over people. He's got to improve the handle a little bit, but the shot's there. Nine threes on the night, and he set some marks. 20-year-old Kevin Porter Jr. surpassed LeBron James to be the youngest person with 50 points and 10-plus assists in NBA history per StatHead on Twitter. LeBron was 23 when he did that. Porter Jr. became the fourth youngest player to score 50. He joined LeBron, Devin Booker, and Brandon Jennings as the only player to score 50 points in a game before turning 21. Yeah, Brandon Jennings. If you remember the double nickel, he had 55 once upon a time. Uh, Porter Jr. said the last time he scored 50 was in the fourth grade. The orange slices must have been extra sweet that day. Hopefully, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. can keep this together for the Houston Rockets. Those assists, they you know, they happen in today's NBA with everybody knocking down threes. But I think what is sustainable is the scoring. Kevin Porter Jr.'s got that in his blood. From the Bucks side, Giannis Tetkumpo played only 46 seconds before leaving this game with an ankle injury. Coach Mike Boonholzer said he hoped it wasn't serious after the previous game, uh, after the game, I should say, but it's a hit to the Bucks if he misses time. Ten games left, 
and they need AMRAP as many reps as possible in fourth quarter situations to end the season. If they want to knock off the Nets or the Sixers in the playoffs, their late game execution has to be sharper. Even if it's not serious, you got to assume he doesn't play versus Chicago Friday as the Bucks enter their final 10 games on the sked. The Bucks want to have their best players peaking before the playoffs like Kevin Durant and the Nets are. Durant had a season-high 42 in a win over Indiana on Thursday. The Nets are 29-8 since February 10th, the best record in the league since then. No Kyrie, no Harden, so the Nets turn to their other Hall of Famer. And they're trying to get that ring to solidify Blake Griffin's Hall of Fame chances as well. Speaking of Hall of Famers, I'll be clear. I want Steph Curry in the play-in tournament. I'm cheering for the Warriors to get in after Steph's season that he's had and his career that he's given to NBA fans and media. Sometimes I'm unbiased, but not now. 10th place Warriors lost to the 14th place Timberwolves on Thursday. I do still think they get in, but the Warriors could have started to claim their spot with a win over Minnesota and even gotten closer to the 8th and 9th seeded Grizzlies and Spurs. But the schedule still makes it seem like they'll get there. Even if they don't get another rebound again. It's unbelievable how they got out-rebounded against the Minnesota Timberwolves by 23 boards. 57 to 34. You don't see that very often, including 16 offensive rebounds for Minnesota. Steve Kerr said afterward that his team is just part of the modern NBA. He watches league pass every night and no one boxes out players coming from the weak side. Maybe he should watch a play from the Warriors first half to make him happy again. It was a real, real cool play. Draymond Green leading Steph Curry, who didn't know the ball was coming, found him. And Steph Curry shot it and turned around and went the other way because he knew it was going in before he let it go. That was the highlight of the night for me from the Warriors' side. The Warriors have now laid two eggs in a row. The Mavs had that 28-0 run against them the previous game. Now, the Warriors are still up three on the Pelicans with three more games against New Orleans, including a back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday. Some great scheduling by the league. The first on national TV, too. Should the next one be flexed? I love calling games to be flexed. I just love having that scheduler power, but I doubt it will be. The Nets' bucks will stay in the national spotlight over that game. From Minnesota's side... You got to be excited. Rookie Anthony Edwards continues his fearless play in big game situations. He had 18 fourth quarter points. He hadn't shot a three through the first three quarters, then took six in the final frame. The Wolves have a guy that looks to be wired the right way, has no problem running the show late. And this is year one. The shot selection has to be reined in, but no one expected this ability from the number one pick. We'll debate if he's rookie of the year on the No Dunks episode on Friday. Edwards plus D'Angelo Russell who had a nice fourth quarter stretch, sealed it. Russell continues to come off the bench for many. The $28 million man playing his role well. This is Nets all-star D'Angelo Russell running the pick and roll, controlling the game. The Wolves have a season-long win streak at four games. It comes here when the games don't mean as much, so hopefully Carl Anthony Towns and Russell are healthy to start next season because the Wolves are 10-6 and six when they both play this year. I'll assume we'll get that next season because I don't think a major move is coming to the Wolves roster this offseason. One note, the Wolves gave their former guy who is supposed to be the future with Towns, Andrew Wiggins, a nice video tribute. He had a solid 27-point night. Nothing but love. Uh, Speaking of the Pelicans, who are chasing the Warriors, they got a fairly easy win over the Thunder. The Thunder ran out the youngest starting lineup in NBA history on Thursday, an average of 20 and a half years old. 
They played Argentinian Gabriel Deck, who just signed with the team from Real Madrid, hadn't even got a practice in off the bench. Charlie Brown played in just his second game. No, not that Charlie Brown. This is Charlie Brown Jr. The Peanuts character was the senior, obviously. The OKC Thunder player is really named Charlie Brown Jr., by the way. Uh, no hope for OKC in this one. Zion had 27, Brandon Ingram had 24, and all of a sudden, I'm looking forward to Pelicans Wolves on Saturday. Small markets stand up. That should be a good one. Couple more games on the scad. Mavs visiting the Pistons. The Mavericks' Tim Hardaway Jr. was back in his old Michigan stomping grounds because Dallas didn't have Luka Doncic, left elbow. Hardaway got plenty of shots, a season high in shots for him, and he came through with a career-high 42 big ones. He must have felt like he was a Wolverine again for a sec. Hardaway's dad has a career high of 45, so Junior's got to be going for that. It's got to be going for that UTEP two-step. And the Mavs have won five of six, feeling pretty good about being in the sixth seed in the West, but a huge worry hangs over them. Kristaps Porzingis left the game because of soreness in his right knee. It's the knee he had surgery on in the offseason after having to bow out of the playoffs versus the Clippers, and he missed the previous three games because of a sprained ankle. The Mavs have carefully monitored his playing time this season, but this stinks. Hopefully he's all right. Uh, Raptors, Nuggets to end it. The Raptors fought, of course. That's in their DNA. But the Nuggets were too much, despite not having their top three guards. Denver moved to 8-1 and one since Jamal Murray went down. They were also missing Will Barton and Monte Morris. But those two are expected to return for the playoffs, unlike Murray, who is done for the season. I am done here. But before I go, a question to everybody watching on YouTube and at home. Just want to make sure my mind isn't completely shot saw a Warriors player on the bench wearing a hat. I do believe it's Kelly Oubre Jr. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but before the bubble, players weren't wearing hats on the bench. Am I right? Bubble hats? Sure. Hats this season? Sure. But am I just seeing things? I mean, it's just, it's just recent, right? Just let me know. Just let me know. I just want to make sure that I'm still all there because, you know, some people haven't been all there this last year and I'm one of them. All right, I am done here. Make sure you check out our full No Dunks episode on Friday. We will go through all of the NBA awards for the 2020-2021 NBA season. I'll be back Monday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. I'll talk to you then. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.